Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, bless the Lord, oh, bless the Lord, oh, bless the Lord, oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 I'd like to invite every person here, if you would, please, just let's gather here at the front. Come on, right now, please, everyone that will, invite everyone to come. This is not a trick. It's not a bait and switch. Just invite everybody to come, please. Come on. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Please. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You can keep playing, Sister Grant, if you don't mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wasn't it sweet to see Charity Gale sing that at Brooklyn Town? Did you see that? Our own wonderful UPC girl sang this song that they just sang. I think she wrote it. And she sang it with the great Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. And, and what a blessing that was. And uh, First time I saw her singing with her group, I said, that is a Pentecostal girl right there. And sure enough, I think her it's either her grandfather or her uncle that is a missionary to Turkey, Brother Robinson. And uh, it's just wonderful how the Lord is. The Lord is at work in the world. Amen. And and he might as well work in Baytown. Come on. He might as well work at Peace Tabernacle. He might as well work in your family, in your house. Isn't that right? Might as well. Anybody willing for him to work in your house? Hallelujah. He's got so many ways to work, you're bound to like one of them. Praise God. Now, there's two things I'd like to say. One, we can get forgiveness without repenting. But repenting means a change. It means not only a turning away from sin, but it is a turning to Him, to His ways. And all of us need forgiveness every day. We need forgiveness. Lord, forgive us for our lack, our trespasses, our weakness. Forgive us in Jesus' name. But we've got to repent too. And we turn away from those weaknesses, those sins, those faults, those failures, and turn to Him and embrace Him. Embrace His Spirit. Embrace His Word. Embrace Him. And, and I know... You say, well, I've tried that and didn't feel anything. Well, just don't give up, okay? Just don't give up. Just keep reaching. Just keep embracing. Just keep, and all of a sudden, bam, you'll break through. And the tidal wave of His glory and His goodness will wash over you. And everything you start touching will be changed. Hallelujah. It'll happen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, a second question is to one individual. Why? Do you keep hanging around and not giving him the best of your life? One individual. Why do you keep coming around if you're not going to give him the best of your life? One of the two commandments for us is love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
Amen. You say, boy, this is different. Yeah, because when we start preaching and stuff, we relax. We just go to sleep. We sit back and all like that. And, folks, it is time for us to be flexible. It is time for us to be energized. It is time for us to make advances. It is time for us to make changes, quality changes that are going to affect us, first of all. Come on. The Lord can't judge the world until he judges the world and the church, okay? Come on. So he's got to start dealing with us. Amen. And you've heard me months now, weeks, years of coming here. You've heard me. Not that I'm anything significant or different, but you've heard me say, look, if you just present yourself to the Lord, if you just come into his presence, dedicated and focused, and just wait there upon him. There are times that I kneel down that I, I just I don't say anything to him. I just want him to know I'm here for you. I am waiting on you. I'm not here to announce to you all of the problems that's going on in your world, the problems in my life. You are sufficient for everything. You are more than enough. You are the God of abundance, God of abundant life. You came that I might have life and that more abundantly. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I'm drinking. My heart, my soul, my mind is open to you. I want you. Does anybody here want Jesus today? How, how could we show him that we want him? How, how could we do that? We're Pentecostal. How do we show him? I'm asking. I'm waiting. Anybody? Come on. We're not going to go back to our seat. I'm not going to preach this morning as per se. Not going to do that. We just want to open up to the Lord. We want to move. We want to change. Come on. We want to advance. We've got to advance. Come on. Listen. Listen to me. This is, this, this is, this is serious. This church is already on the verge and the cusp of dying by a thousand cuts. I've been in growing churches. I've studied growing churches. I have hundreds of hours of schooling about watching churches live and die. You say, oh, no, not my church. You're already China for 1,000 years would execute people by what they call the thousand cuts. And it was not that any one cut did them in, but a thousand cuts was a slow death. When we came here, what did you say, Brother John? 2007? First year we came, 2007. Pretty well packed out. Onesies and twosies have left. I don't know where they are. They're gone. And they've not been replaced. Come on. That's death by attrition. Church, peace, tabernacle. We have to move. We don't have an option. Loving each other is not going to fix it alone. Come on. Brother Grant, loving you Singing happy birthday to you is not going to fix Peace Tabernacle. It's huge. I said it's huge. I've never seen another pastor do that just like that. That kind of love. That kind of reaching. Come on. You got talent. So what lacks? There's got to be a reaching out. So where do we what do what do we do? 
Seek God. He's the answer. He holds the answers. Come on. Lord, what can I do? Every church's need is different. I love you and I watch you walk in here Sunday after Sunday, week after week, and you take your position and all like that, and you believe in Acts 2.38, and you believe in holiness, and you believe these things, but that does not fix and heal the body and cause it to grow. Come on. There has to be a vitality that is resurrected in a place of fellowship with Him, in a place of prayer where the Holy Ghost rejuvenates, where new love is in our heart. Come on. Hallelujah. Where we meet new people and win new people. Hallelujah to God. And nurture them into the body of Christ. Come on. It doesn't have to happen. Satan is not going to execute this church if I have anything to do with it. Come on. Does anybody agree? I know pastor feels that way. You're not going to take us out. Come on. Hallelujah. You have been granted position here geographically. You have been granted financially blessings, right? You were way out in the sticks. What is that church out there where the wild turkeys cross the road? New Chapel? You know where New Chapel is? Mississippi. Wild turkeys cross the road in front. I could kind of understand if a church like that went down the tooth. But Peace Tabernacle? Come on. We're playing with gold. We're playing tiddly weeks with gold. God has given this church gold. Gold. What are you going to do with it? Squander it? And then where did it go? What happened? We can't let it happen. And every person here is responsible individually. Come on here to stir each other, to stir yourself. God's not going to do it for you. He's not going to do it. It's not his responsibility. It is up to us to fast. It is up to us to pray. It is up to us to teach Bible study. It is up to us to invite people to church. Don't blame it on the pastor. Don't blame it on any of the ministry here. Look in the mirror and say, Revival starts here. And he will take, in fact, he prefers, I think, in some ways, dealing with those that know nothing or know little, that come before him and say, Lord, you can use me. If anybody can be used, you can use me. Come on. And you come before him like that, he will come and manifest to you. Draw nigh to God. He will draw nigh to you. He'll do it. That's his word. That's his promise. Come on. Hallelujah. We're not going to sit on the back seat anymore in the spirit. We're going to rise. Come on, we're going to rise. Can I get a witness? Can I get an agreement here? 
Somebody said to me the other day, ooh, I'm cold in here. I said, just step outside for a few minutes. Come on. If you're cold in your soul, just get in the Holy Ghost. Just clap your hands and speak in tongues. Just fast a day or two or three. Just get in the place of prayer. You'll come around. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. There's very few mornings that I wake and I just, oh boy, sun's up, yay. But I move on the day. Come on. I move on the day. God provided the sun. Come on. He gave me a bed. He gave me a coffee pot. Come on, let's move on the day. You have what you need. You got leadership you need. Come on. The Holy Ghost is in the house. He just needs somebody to show up in the spirit. To say, Lord, I'm taking hold of this. I'm, take, I'm not waiting on anybody else. Brother Myers didn't wait on somebody this morning when he came down here to worship. My sister didn't wait on anyone to start moving around and worshiping. You have to move on it. Come on. It's a catalyst. The two parts have to come together. When they do, things happen. Things happen. Things will change. It can never be the same again. Let's thank the Lord now for giving us mercy, for giving us, for squandering time. Come on in Jesus' name. Can we lift up our voice and thank the Lord for hearing us. Thank the Lord for energizing us. Thank the Lord for gifting us. Thank the Lord for giving us strength. Hallelujah. 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 You say, you don't know what I'm up against personally. Well, I've got 12 mountains right now, any one of which is enough to take somebody out. But it's not taking me out. Come on. I'm speaking to my mountain. Mountain be loosed and go into the midst of the sea. You're not taking me out. I'm going to rise. I'm going to lift my head. I'm going to clap my hands. I'm going to pray in tongues because the Lord prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Come on. He's my shepherd. Is he yours? Sure he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Aleluya. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> Blessed be the name. 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 Hallelujah. Sister Ruth, bring your sister. Come on. Bring your sister. Come on. Jesus' name. Come on. Can you? Come on. Jesus' name. I don't know what you stand against. I don't know what has come over you. But I know this. You are victorious. He's already bought and paid for everything that you have need of. And if in the morning before you go to bed, you'll clap your hands and say, I am victorious. Speak to your mountain and say, I am victorious. Come on. Don't let the devil worry you about unfaithfulness because you're forgiven. I said you're forgiven. So you can clap your hands. Come on, clap your hands right now. Clap your hands. Because you are victorious. Can we clap with her for her victory? And clap for your victory. Yes. 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 Clap for the victory. Shout for the victory. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Sister Regina, as you're standing at the kitchen sink or the stove or whatever, when your husband walks in, if you'll just start clapping your hands, and he'll say, um, something going on that I don't know about. You say, yes, there is. Keep clapping your hands. He said, well, what is it? I'm thanking the Lord because I have a word about you. 
Oh, and what's that? That you're restored. Oh, I, I don't feel restored. You are restored. Because I've asked and I receive. And I seek and I find. And we clap for the victory. Hallelujah. We rejoice for the victory. I thank the Lord that my stomach is healed. I clap my hands and I have the victory. How many of you men ever had a little piece of machinery that was kind of frozen up, hadn't run it in a while, a little rusty? A little squirt of WD-40. Still doesn't work, squirt her again. Still doesn't work, tap her a little bit with a hammer. Huh? Still doesn't work, soak it in WD-40 and tap it a little harder. Come on. Poor analogy for spiritual things, but if you don't feel anything, don't give up. Come on. Squirt it again. Tap it with a hammer. Come on. It's going to loosen up, and you're going to use it again. You're going to regain what you've lost. You're going to find what you've been seeking because it's here. The Holy Ghost is in the house. Jesus is in the house, and we're here, and we're going to have that victory. So come on, let's rejoice one more time, Brother Grant. Come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. many of you felt the Lord's presence this morning? That should be everybody. I was uh, asking Sister Grant because I couldn't remember Anna's friend that came from work. I believe Sister Grant said her name was Lucia. Is that right, Anna? And we don't make big deal about stuff. But she came a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. And the doctors told her that she had thyroid cancer. 
never been to our church. Every one time. They want us to pray for her. Did you know that after we prayed for her and she went back and they did surgery, but when the doctors got in there, she didn't have any cancer. I didn't. He's a miracle worker. And she came, she came back to the church for some reason. I'm unaware of a lot of things. I guess people don't tell me. I didn't know the Lord had healed her. So when they pray for her again, I thought, well, I thought it was the same thing. Well, it wasn't. This time her arm was hurting. And the Lord healed her arm. He is a healer. We have to let him work. We have to let him heal. Amen. Amen. I appreciate the Lord so so much. There's a stirring in the church. Praise God. I want us to pray for Brother Buddy Casto. He's very sick. Want to see Brother Blackie yesterday? He's at home. He's bedridden. Good spirits. He's at Clinton's Mattis over there. Talking about old times. Pray for Ashley. Ashley is bedridden. She's here. Where are you, darling? In the nursery. Pray for her that she will be delivered. We're going to get a beautiful little bouncing baby boy or girl. You already know what it is? The boy? Awesome. Awesome. If it had been a girl, it been awesome. It's just, I love grandbabies. Amen. Let's, let's pray together, Lord. We ask you to touch Brother Buddy. I ask you to touch Ashley. I ask you to touch Brother Blackie. Sister Betty. Brother and Sister McNair. There's so many, Lord, that are that are needing him. Lay your hand of protection on those that are traveling. That are out of town, dear God. Touch little touch little Annie. Let this fever go away. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Oh, wow. We'd be delighted to pray for him. Amen. Let's pray for Logan. I don't know why I'm reminded of these things, but I got a call years ago. A lady that went to the church, she was in the emergency room at San Jacinto with a headache. What's the bad kind of headache? What's the really bad one? Migraine. Never had one. She had a migraine headache. Couldn't hold her head up. So... We got there. Walk in the emergency room, and it's full of people. They're looking at you like, what are you doing here? We walked over there and laid hands on her. And she was hurting so bad, she was laying laying down. Somebody lapped. 
Oh, we prayed for her. She sat up and said, okay, let's go home. I'm fine. We're so used to praying for people, and, and we're so used to God's miracle work and power until we, it's no big deal to us. It's just, you, you saw what just happened when I said, little lady's healed of cancer. For a little bit, oh, hell, oh, hallelujah. That's a big deal. It's a big deal to her. I guarantee it's a big deal in that hospital, Annie. You just you don't know about it yet, but the whispers are sort. Hey, did you know that? You know, the, you know the Anna. You know, Pentecostal went to the church. And she doesn't have cancer anymore. That stuff tends to get around. But down through the years, we've seen so much of it that we're just oh hallelujah. But God's a healer. Now, I said that to say. When we're in the emergency room and pray for this lady, and she stood up and said, okay, let's go home. I was completely unaware of everybody else around us because I went to pray for her, and it's what we do, and God heals. And it's We've gotten way too used to the miraculous. It didn't occur to me until after we left and drove off. Somebody that was with me said, did you see everybody in the emergency room staring at us? And it dawned on me, well, I guess we could have prayed for them too. But we just went to do a certain thing, and we knew what we were going to do, and we're used to and we're used to God's presence. We're used to his direction. We're used to his healing. And so it's not, it's not a, a rare thing to us. But if I had been one of them in that emergency room, I'd have said, hey, crazy man. Come pray for me. What, do you, what, what was that? I want some of that. It, it just didn't occur to me. It's been just a few, few weeks ago. Alicia was reminding me of this, but I can't even think of the lady's name. I can't even think of the family's name. Can't get on to you for not appreciating miracles. I can't remember their name. But we got a phone book, phone call because a lady was in a coma. The daughter was in a coma. And Alicia knows his family. And, and they called her and said, would you have the preacher go pray? Because him and his wife went and prayed for her mother years ago who was dying. And she got up to the hospital bed and left. And I, and I know I've told this story here, but when I got to the hospital room, I still didn't recognize any of them. But I knew that's where I was supposed to be. For the Ashcraft, the lady is laying there in a coma. The daughter this time. Her big old brother walked up to me and said, I know you. He's looking down at me, and I'm thinking, I hope that's a good thing. I know you. And then I saw the tears in his eyes, and he said, You pray for my mama. And God healed her. Well, I instantly felt better. I realized I wasn't going to get mugged and I was in the right room. And I looked at him and I said, well, let's pray for your sister. Now, like I say, have none of them called me. I, I don't know where they are. Still don't know their name. But Alicia called me and said, oh, by the way, she's out of the hospital. She's doing fine. And I say, thank you, Jesus. He, she is a healer. 
been Benny Hinn, it'd have been signs up all over Baytown. Big Tent Healing Revival. We just don't, we don't do that. We appreciate the Lord, and he's so faithful. Well, let's pray for Logan. Brother Ashcraft, come help me pray. It's a fine, fine young man. All these kids are going to help us pray. Lord, I ask you to touch them right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Lord, I release my faith. I see my hands as your hands, Lord. You said suffer the little children to come unto us. Lord, we bring Logan to you right now. We ask you to touch him in Jesus' name. I ask you, Lord, whatever the need is, I ask you to take care of it. In Jesus' name, I ask you to touch this child. This is your child. We dedicated him to you, Lord. I'm bringing him to you right now, and I ask you to touch him right now in Jesus' name. And the church said amen. I have a request. I would like for everybody to try to fast one day this week and invite somebody to church next Sunday. It's going to sound a little odd. Everybody listen to me. We're not going to have church Wednesday night. Everybody say Wednesday night. Because of the 4th of July. You say, well, July, it's not till the till Thursday. But they're already shooting firecrackers at my house. I don't want to, I, I want, but I want us to concentrate on Sunday. And uh, Brother Ashcraft will be back. I haven't asked him, but I'm just, just by faith. Him and Sister Wiki, wonderful friends of this church and, and our friends. Amen. And I know, I know we're in the middle of, of summer. I know where a whole slew of people are including the yayas, They're all doing whatever they do. But they'll come home. Amen. But I want the Lord to touch our church with great, great revival. And it, and it happens when God gets involved and when the church gets involved and when the church gets it in their heart. Amen. Amen. <coughs> And if somebody would do a phone for you about Wednesday night, am I missing anything? Sister, over there on the piano. Doesn't she look pretty today? Wow. Wow. Oh, yes, we need to take, what kind of church is this? Well, they take up an offering for sure. Let's receive an offering. Put in something extra for Sister Ashcraft. Brother Craig don't need anything, but we'll give Sister Ashcraft an offering. Pay your tithes. Give an offering. And let's pray. Lord, bless this offering. Everybody said in Jesus' name. God bless you. Give your offering. Pay your tithes. Give an offering, Brother Ashcraft. Shake hands and be friendly. Somebody do a phone tree. Everybody, please be safe.
Fourth of July, nobody come up missing fingers. Hey, I just want to update everybody about the youth garage sale that we had this weekend. So many of y'all donated and everything. We had a $1,000 personal goal for our youth, and we exceeded it by $11.45. So we thank y'all and appreciate y'all. If you couldn't hear that, they made over $1,000. Brother Bowie sent me a deposit slip of their balance. They've raised over $5,000 for the youth trip. Let's give them a hand. That is excellent. God bless you. Our, uh, if our parents and students can meet me in the fellowship hall, parents and students meet me in the fellowship hall. We also have clothes left over if you want to look through it, clothes from the garage sale in the fellowship hall. <laughs> 